Thanks for doing this. I know you guys are at South by, so but I appreciate you. Uh, oh, please, our honor. Well, it's hilarious. You're you're in town, and we left. So we're I sorry. know that's funny. I'm I'm. It's like I'm. I came to uh, to Santa, and you guys are in South by. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Have a whiskey waiting for us, Zach. Be there in a few hours. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Bitch Talk. I'm your host, Aaron, here with my co-host, Ange, a.k.a. Captain Party, and our producer, Shar. And over the last 10 years, we've been elevating marginalized voices through interviews and events. Sometimes over a glass of whiskey. But if you're thirsty for more bitches, find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com and follow us on Instagram. A big thank you to 48 Hills and our listeners for voting us Best of the Bay Best Podcast in 2022. And now, on with the show. Hello, Bitch Talkers. We have the writer and director of the brand new film, A Good Person. His name's Zach Braff. Hello. Good morning, Zach Braff. (laughs) Hi, ladies. Thanks for having me on. Of course. (laughs) Um, We do this with all of our directors. Can you please introduce the film, A Good Person, to our audience? Well, yeah, sure. Uh, A Good Person is uh, my new film. It comes out March 24th. It stars Florence Pugh and Morgan Freeman and Molly Shannon. And it's about an accident that changes the lives of these two families. And it follows the trajectory of their grief and how they stand, hopefully aim to stand back up after this immense loss. And even though that's very heavy material, um, the movie also has a lot of humor in it. So it's a, it's a mix of drama and, and humor because that's how I've found my, the grief experiences that I've gone through is that you're so grateful to have some humor as a as a as a, like a steam valve to to release the tension from some of the awful things I, I, one is dealing with. Yes. First, I want to thank you for this movie. I don't think that a film has made me feel so much just within such a short amount of time. And d- full disclosure, I may we may or may not cry <laughs> during this interview. I found myself crying through the credits, and the credits were over, and I was still crying. So. Um, mm. I, I wanted to know when you're directing something so personal, so intimate, um, is it easy for you to separate your emotions from your job or do you find yourself kind of getting pulled by that as well? Because there are some really heavy, beautiful scenes in this film. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's what I, you know, I, I've been through a lot of grief in the last four years. I've lost a lot of very special people to me. And so I really, you know, I sat down to write this during the pandemic and I, and I just kind of stripped away any artifice and just said, what's what's the most authentic thing that can come out of me right now? And this is what bubbled up this story. Um, so uh, of course it was, it, it was very intense to make because the, it's, the performances are extraordinary as, mm-hmm. as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. You know, Florence Pugh is just on, on another level as an actress. And of course, Morgan is Morgan, but also even in Morgan's case, he hasn't really gone this deep in a long time. You know, I'm, I'm such a fan, like so many people of, of, you know, Shawshank and um, and Glory and Driving Miss Daisy and all these movies where Morgan really, really left it all on the field. And um, and so I, I because I have a little bit of a relationship with him because I directed him before, he really let me push him to to go back to that era of his incredible ability to perform. So it was a very intense thing, but I think a lot like the movie, we, we found a way to laugh. We found a way to have release. We we we. Um, you know, we we had a good 
a good time making the film, even though it was, of course, there were days where it was as intense as a movie can be. Florence Pugh's voice in the music she writes is so key to this film. Uh, at yeah. what point during writing or directing uh, was that decision made for that to be a part of her character? Well, you know, I wrote this for Florence. It, um, we were, as it's no secret, we were partners. And I wanted to write something for her because I'm just, in, I was and am in awe of her talent. And um, I knew that she sang and, and wrote music just as, as you know, the world doesn't really know that yet. They're going to find out with this movie, but she had no idea. Yes. <laughs> incredible. Inc blown away. Yeah. She has an incredible voice and she also plays the piano and the guitar. And, um, and so I said, Hey, you know, I was writing this character for us. And I said, you know, I don't, I don't want to make her like her a successful singer songwriter, but I like the idea that it's sort of her hobby and, and that she uses it almost like a, someone would use a journal to sort of, um, you know, empty their thoughts and, 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 and just sort of it's therapeutic, you know? And so, um, so I wrote that, but I didn't write the song. Florence wrote the songs. Um, that was, that's one thing that's really special mm -hmm. and, and unique about the film is that, um, I asked Florence to, to sort of in character as Allison, you know, what would, at this point in her story, what would be the song that she would write? Like, and, and, and so that was really a really wonderful way for us to collaborate in a unique way. She was able to, to sit down at the piano and, and write both of those songs that appear in the film. Yeah, this movie has elevated her for me to one of my top favorite actresses right now. Just really exciting work mm -hmm. that she does. Um, but yeah. speaking of exciting, I was excited to see another story told by you about New Jersey, based in New Jersey. Yeah. And, um, you know, other than the fact that you grew up there and the emotional connections you have, what do you want people to take from your stories about New Jersey? Well, for me, it's just it's the ultimate example of writing what you know. You know, I I thought if I was going to be so raw and and really dive deep into my my emotions, there was almost like a safety net of let me not screw it up by 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 sending it in a place that I that I know I can be really authentic about. You know, like I I I I know North Jersey. I, <laughs> I lived there. I know those people. I know I know what a dive bar looks like. <laughs> I know church looks like i know what uh um uh what a house that that's falling apart looks like i know what a cop what an ex-cop's house looks like you know i just know that world and so i just felt like you know i could get it right and and there was you know so so i i, I and also i just have such a um a fondness for the area and and also the you know there's just a unique thing about north jersey that in 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 my particular suburb because it is a suburb and you just feel like you're in the suburbs but there's a commuter train that'll put you in the center of manhattan in 25 minutes hmm. and i just thought that was such a i've always thought my whole life that that was a really interesting energy to the town and, and that area in in that it sort of spoke to who was going to get on the train figuratively and literally uh and who was going to never leave and um and I just thought that created uh, an interesting environment for me, myself in real life, and also these characters. Full disclosure, and, and why Ange was saying uh, we might cry during this interview, we lost um, a dear friend to uh, substance abuse this time last year. So that's why mm. we were a little bit of a mess during this film. Um, well, I think a lot of people, I'm sorry for your loss, but I think a lot of, a lot of people, way too many people, 
can relate. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, they may they may not have had the tragedy of actually losing the person, or maybe they have, or or they're, they're they have someone in that that they love in their lives who's who's battling this. So it, it's one of the reasons I wanted to write about it, just because it's everywhere now more than ever. And um, I, I just so I'm sorry for your loss, but I, I, I and I and I and I can relate. Well, we're sorry for yours too. Mm -hmm. but sorry, go on. I interrupt you. I, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I mean, you actually answered my question. <laughs> I was just going to say it was deeply personal for us. But what would you want a general audience member to take away from this if, if they haven't experienced this type of loss in general? Well, I think that an audience member, ideally, you know, I, I hope that no one, very few people have this level of, of, of tragic experience in their life. But of course, some do. But I hope I wrote it in such a way that you can insert, one could insert you know, whatever their lowest moment was, that could be divorce, that could be losing your job or losing money or catching your partner cheating on you, whatever it is that that there's something that brought you to your knees. This is a story about about standing back up in the hardest of times and and how we as human beings uh, continue on and the, the power of of hope and forgiveness. So I, I hope I hope the uh, that audiences uh, you know find an entryway into that, and of course you know with addiction being the, you know this opioid epidemic being what it is, I think there's a a lot of people, and of course the pandemic, which mm -hmm. which you know, a lot of people turn to ways to numb themselves um, during the pandemic. So I hope that um, audiences will see themselves and their and their loved ones and 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 be moved in, in that way. Yeah, what, that is what I really loved about this film. Of course, there's the grief and the addiction that we've already spoken about, but there are also topics of second chances and also just self-identity and, and how we see ourselves. So I'm, I'm curious um, to know how your own self-identity or how making this film has sort of helped how you see yourself in this world and, and where you want to be. Well, it's very cathartic. I got to tell you, as I shared this film and have these wonderful responses to it, and and go, and I'm, I'm you know I'm traveling the country right now doing screenings with it. That's where I feel the most wonderful catharsis because uh, you know a lot of these times we're in these headspaces, we feel quite lonesome, or at least I should say I felt quite lonesome. Mm -hmm. And um, and there's something wonderful about the community of seeing this movie with an audience and having it be pin drop silent and then hearing people sniffle and then hearing people laugh. And <laughs> for me, that's just such a wonderful feeling because it, it, it reminds us that these feelings are universal and that we're not alone. And um, the film is really about being saved by a community of people that, that love you. And I, I feel really, I just feel really it's heartwarming for me to 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 go and do these Q and A's that I'm doing and and even just talking to you guys and, and feeling feeling the community like you know, that we've we've all been there and, and we're not alone. That's that's what I'm I'm really enjoying. Well, I want to laugh right now, so I think we have a couple <laughs> last questions to to bring it back up. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. Should, uh, I, I also want to remind your listeners that we're, we're speaking about the serious stuff, but there's a lot of humor. Correct. It is. There were it a lot is of, so funny. A lot of lol uh, in this film. Um, but how easy was it to get Morgan Freeman to swear? Because I was all for this. Loved every moment of his swearing in this movie. You know, I forgot that Morgan doesn't curse a lot in movies because I just wrote, I didn't write the character for Morgan. I never thought I'd get Morgan. So I just wrote the character. You know, he's an ex-cop from Newark. I mean, he's a tough ass man. Um, I, uh, I I didn't, it's funny, that's come up a couple of times. Like people were like, oh my gosh, you have Morgan Freeman cursing up a storm. Loved it. And, 
And I, but you know, he's a fantastic actor and he's playing a hard, hard as nails ex newer cop. So that's that guy. Like I said, I know those guys. That's that guy. <laughs> well, it's so funny. This is a super side note, but um, there's an extra in your film in the AA scenes. Her name's Annie Pasapia and she's um, an, been an extra in a lot of films. And we just covered, she has an episodic called Who's Annie? And it's about her being an extra in films. And we just covered it at, at Sundance, like, weeks ago and then we see her in your film we freaked out it was just Wait a minute. She, she's a she you're saying she's a, a background person that's been in lots of movies and someone made a film about yeah, it an episodic it? yes and it's called who's annie it premiered at slam dance film festival and we saw we and saw she was the there and we freaked out and like so we're crying and then we see her and we're laughing but that's what your your film is it's a joy ride i mean it's or it's a ride it's a joy a cry a joy a laughter it's just all of the yeah. above yeah well i didn't that's how grief is and a lot of times you know I can remember being in the ICU for a family member and an ICU waiting room, and we're all just waiting, you know, staring at the ceiling, waiting to find some news. And then someone says something they didn't even mean to be that funny, but you all just start busting out <laughs> belly laughing and crying because your body is like saying, please give me a fucking release. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, so I tried to design the movie like that. So, so that, you know, there are, of course, some devastating moments, but also, uh, right at hopefully at the right moment um there's a there's a big laugh for the audience yeah well uh right before we close we just want to let you know we're wearing our stevie nicks concert shirts because of all the concert shirts <laughs> that florence's character wears oh you guys are cute yeah so <laughs> we're too much i can't believe when i watched the movie uh, um, so for your audience who doesn't know florence's character wears a lot of uh, concert shirts and i'm watching every i was watching the movie uh with an audience there and i'm like i can't believe we got the rights to all these shirts because um probably just because florence is wearing them but i uh but it's funny because you know we didn't have any we had a very little amount of money and we made the movie in 26 days and wow um and so uh I'm, I'm happy that we somehow got the rights to all those rock and roll shirts. Yeah, we loved them too. And it made an impact. Yes. It made a difference. Yeah. <laughs> well, it spoke a lot about the character. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. About, it's about who she is. Yeah. So. Well, thank you so much for being on Bitch Talk via Zoom from San Francisco. We're in Austin. Uh, we've been speaking with writer-director of the new film, A Good Person, Zach Braff, opening March 24th in theaters. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate thank it. You. Thank you, Zach. Have a great we, day. We loved it so much. Thanks for joining us on today's show. You can find more information about this episode in our show notes. If you're missing us, you can visit us at bitchtalkpodcast.com to sign up for our newsletter and buy us a cup of coffee. Did you know we're also on the radio? You can find us at bff.fm. And lastly, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. All the cool bitches are doing it. is a proud member of the BFF.FM podcast network. Learn more at podcast.bff.fm. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever.